How old is your first memory? One study suggests the furthest back most people can remember is about age two and a half, but that's most people. Hi, my name's Rebecca Sharrock. My friends and family call me Becky. I've got a rather unusual and many say interesting life. Becky's first memory is from when she was just 12 days old. Her parents set her down in the driver's seat of a car for a cute photo. And from that day forward, nearly every single moment of her life, she can't forget. I have a very rare memory condition called HSAM, which is an acronym for Highly Superior Autobiographical Memory. From the time I was born to now, I'd remember about 85 to 90% of all the things which have happened to me. I'm Doug Frazier, and this is Curious State. Parents, when you visit California, childhood rules. If you don't remember how awesome childhood is, just ask yourself, What would kids do? Then pack your fun pants and let childhood rule your family vacation. Start planning at visitcalifornia.com. Becky's H-SAM condition is incredibly rare. Only about 80 known cases exist in the world. As she mentioned, the acronym stands for Highly Superior Autobiographical Memory. Autobiographical memories are, as you guessed it, autobiographical. It's the stuff that happened to you. Having H-SAM sounds almost like a superpower. And it can be. Like when Becky's mom can't remember if a warranty is expired, or if she needs to recall the exact date of a family event from a decade ago. The downside is that her memories aren't always at her command. Are you able to, to conjure up those memories yourself? Naturally random ones will just come into my mind but i can't choose which one when it's random reliving negative experiences isn't odd at all and i and i'm in weekly therapy because of that because very often i'll be having a day which i'm supposed to be enjoying and then unexpectedly and uninvitedly a recollection of a painful experience comes back and it just ruins my day. I call them intrusive memories because they're, they're much like an uninvited dinner guest. I don't, you know, I don't want them in my mind. I'm learning to control whenever I get those unexpected recollections. The ways in which I can consciously relive happy memories I often use scents. For example, I want to relive my 2016 trip to Harry Potter World. For me to experience it to the point where all the emotions come back, I can then think, okay, what sort of scents did I smell in honey jukes? I go to my local shop and I can get some essential oils, some peppermint essential oil and maybe a mixture of others so it can have the smell of the candy and the cakes. So I'll put that scent on a handkerchief so then I can just have it in my bag and then subtly just maybe put the handkerchief to my nose and, and just smell. 
and then all of the emotions come back as well as just the remembering it in a purely mental sense without the emotions attached. How much of your day would you say is involved in having these memories? Flashbacks just come involuntarily all the time and they're a mixture of painful and positive. With help from a therapist, Becky's getting better at filtering the memories. But at night, her mind still has trouble slowing things down. I find it hard to fall asleep at night because I just get kept awake by just random flashes of just recollections just flooding through my mind. For Becky to get some shut-eye, it helps to have a bit of magic. I find if I can just think, okay, chapter six of The Goblet of Fire and just recite the book just under my breath out loud, Mm. I find I'm asleep, you know, within five minutes at the most. Becky's memory extends beyond waking hours and into the night. She remembers every dream she's had all the way back to her very first I was really scared when I, you know, when I had my first dream because I didn't understand. I thought I really was being taken away from home. But then when I was three years old, I finally had enough language ability to just ask mum, why do you keep taking us to all of these strange places every night? And mum just said, we didn't go out last night. And I said, yes, we did. And she said, where did we go? And I said, you took us to a place where we were all fairies and we were flying and there was pixie dust everywhere. And she said, that must have been a dream. And then I asked, what's a dream? They're called dreams, but then I still didn't quite understand. And and I asked mum, well, if you don't take me to those places every night, who does take me? And she says, your mind does. And then for, for a couple of years afterwards, I thought that mind was a person. So whenever I was whenever I was in a dream, I'd ask everyone, are you mind? Because mum told me that your mind's the only one who can wake you up. So if I didn't want to have that dream, I just asked everyone, are you mind? Can you wake me up? Dreaming is such an underappreciated part of our life because I feel dreaming is very important for our mindset and our psychology because it teaches us a lot about what's going on inside of us. Becky's right, and it turns out how she dreams actually provides a major clue to at least one reason for her extraordinary memory. If you travel, you know how to pull off a perfect getaway. You know after you enroll with your Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card, you get up to $10 back monthly on U.S. rideshare purchases with select providers, like a car to the airport. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths and where the Wi-Fi password is rarely used because you're the escape artist. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Purchases must be on card. Visit go.mx slash you know. Addiction plays hardball he would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. 
It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Becky can't choose what her dreams will be about. However, she has a different kind of fascinating ability. She can exit a dream at will. But it's good because if I'm having a dream where someone's chasing me, I can control the dream by just, I squint my eyes and I can just wake myself up. I just, or I can just make an escape. But I rarely have nightmares, so that's, that's good because I can just fix them like that. As you may have pieced together, Becky's mind has a special connection that most humans don't. When I was having one of my tests at the University of California with the McGowan Stark Lab, they found that my subconscious and conscious parts of my mind are more strongly connected than usual. And they're thinking that could be one reason why I can access my distant past. Uh, yeah, so, so quickly because most of our distant memories are stored in our subconscious. So when I have dreams, the vast majority of them I can control. A doctor, when he, this was before it was known that I have HSM, the doctor I was seeing when I was a teenager for my autism and for my OCD, he was telling mum that it was unusual that I could, you know, control my dreams. But then mum said, I don't think that's unusual because I, she meant I as in herself, she says whenever I've been chased, I can just cut a door through a wall and just escape. And then the doctor looked at her and said, I think this is genetic because that's <laughs> not, not normal either. Wow, yeah, that's amazing. For many years, I didn't believe that I personally had anything interesting about me. But now I've learned that I did. Becky keeps a calendar in her room, and she says she always will. Without it, she fears she could misremember days. Her memories run the risk of mixing together, creating colors that never existed. Or worse, losing memories entirely. It's common for people like Becky to test the recall of past events. Remembering becomes part of their identity. Without her memory, Becky wouldn't feel like herself. What does it mean for you to have such easy access to all of these good memories? I feel I'm very lucky that I still I have access to reliving all of those positive emotions because not many people my age now can still re-experience that childlike excitement of birthdays mm. or Christmases. My birthday is a public holiday to me. To me, December the 11th is, <laughs> is my favorite day and date in the entire calendar. It's just a day where I can just enjoy getting attention from my family. And because I have such a big family, I often end up with lots of gifts. Sorry. <laughs> you can't beat that. Yeah. Becky's mind presents incredible connections between the conscious and subconscious parts of the brain. 
instead of two bodies of water mainly divided, hers is an open ocean. When you live a life so rare, so unlike others around you, it's difficult to feel understood. You can feel like an outcast to friends and just some outlier to scientists. With each new HSAM study, that gap in knowledge inches closer. They're helping the world better understand Becky and helping Becky better understand herself. Becky has an upcoming book that isn't available for pre-order just yet, so be on the lookout for that. It's called My Life is a Puzzle. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email me at curious at quickanddirtytips.com. If you prefer talking over typing, leave me a voicemail at 757-541-8471. For more information about the show and where you can find us across the internet, check out our show notes or visit quickanddirtytips.com. Special thanks to the Quick and Dirty Tips team, Adam Cecil, our audience development and podcast manager, Morgan Christensen, Podcast and Advertising Operations Specialist. Holly Hutchings, our Digital Operations Specialist. Davina Tomlin, Marketing and Publicity Assistant. And our trusty intern, Brendan Pika. Curious State is hosted and produced by me, Doug Frazier, for the Quick and Dirty Tips Network, which is a division of Macmillan Publishers, in partnership with Mignon Fogarty, Inc. Until next time, stay curious. take us to summers away or winter adventures and afternoon getaways your dedicated fidelity advisor can help you open those doors by working with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential because doors were meant to be opened visit fidelity.com wealth investment minimum supply fidelity brokerage services llc member nyse sipc